How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to It's Become a Whole Thing, a podcast that takes a highbrow look at the lowbrow trash we love. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and each week we'll tap into the cultural zeitgeist by looking at the best and worst moments of TV history. Because here, we contain multitudes and read between the lines. Join me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and how are you, my sweet trolls? How are you doing today? How you going? What are you thinking about? What are our hopes and dreams today? Do we have hopes and dreams? Are we just trying to get by? Whatever your answer, just know that I see you. I truly believe that you're doing your best and you're out there and that's all we can do. I feel like that was just a bunch of like adages, <laughs> a bunch of adages that kind of mean something, but kind of mean nothing, just like strung together. Um, but yeah, so this is this is one of the episodes that I banked. I'm still in Mexico as you're listening to this. Um, and this is just me really just settling into my happy place. I like I would say like I love making the podcast. It is like absolutely my biggest labor of love. But like we talk about such a variety of topics. And this is one that you guys know. I have a little bit of a hyperfixation on and I have for a little while now and now the world a lot of new people are kind of into it which I'm here for. But as journalists, as historians, we have to go back in time in order to understand Scandaval, the Scandaval of it all of the show Vanderpump Rules, we got to go back to season 1, the episode Vegas with a Vengeance. It's what we cover. And I just want you guys to be forewarned that when I recorded this, I was in a, a very cunty mood. And I'm really not sorry about that. I don't regret a single thing. Uh, but just like be forewarned, you know, like if you don't want to hear um, a grumpy cunty lady rant and rave about her favorite show, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. 
but that's what this is. I'm also I'm a bit scared because I kind of feel like there's new news that keeps coming out like every day about this show and about these people that are on it. So just be cognizant of the fact that this was recorded two to three weeks prior. Uh, and yeah, it was just me and Sammy just this is our self-care episode. Doing this episode is self-care for us. So thank you for allowing us to have that. And yeah, other than that, a few notes. If you want to support the pod, you can download the episode. You can hit it with a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. I would be so appreciative. Uh, it really helps to move things move things along over here at Whole Thing Laboratories. Uh, you can get the Stuff I Hate journal at most major retailers. Just search Stuff I Hate Journal, Emily Rose, um, like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Target, <laughs> Target. Is it a really like cringy millennial thing to say Target like that? Like in a, <laughs> I'm being quirky. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I need like a Gen Z to write to me and, and let me know. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So on the Patreon. The episode is uh, going to be, I believe we have this scheduled. So hopefully as you're listening to this in the future, it is it has actualized. But me and the gals, the podcasting crew that got together in New York a few weeks ago, we're going to talk about our wild time because it really needs to be behind a paywall. It sort of ended up kind of like the movie The Hangover a little bit. Like no one, <laughs> no one like went to jail or anything. Um, but okay, the people who subscribe to the Patreon, you're very familiar with the fact that I only have two modes, which is like in bed by nine, um, in my little dark cave or party demon. And the party demon doesn't come out a lot, but when she does, you know, it's like releasing the Kraken. It's like a picture, like, you know, you open up um, a chest of drawers and it's like an octopus comes out. You can't put it back in once it comes out. So yeah, I partied until <laughs> there was no party left to be had until the sun rose uh, with these gals. And it was just kind of wild because none of us had met in person before. But I usually get really anxious before I travel, but this I just I felt extremely calm, like weirdly calm. Um, and it was kind of what my gut was telling me it was going to be. It was just a really easy, fun trip um, with some little some little wild sidebars. So we're going to be talking about all that on the Patreon. And so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back. If you're here to jumpstart your life and get your mojo back, you've come to the right place. I'm here with Sammy P. Wow, what an intro. Imagine if people came to Thank us you. to jumpstart their lives. <laughs> Lord help them. I actually am trying to jumpstart my life right now. Really? What are you doing? Okay, well, I'm trying and failing um, because... I had this gift certificate for like this spa gym thing for my birthday and it was like meant to be for a massage. And I was like, why don't I better myself? Actually, instead of a massage, I'm going to do a personal trainer. Um, so I went and okay, first time the person was a no show. And so I just waited <laughs> for half an hour <laughs> until someone like saw me and they're like, oh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and then they were like, okay, we're so sorry about that. Uh, there's a new guy who's like not an employee yet, but like, you know, we're evaluating him. What if we gave you like two sessions with him 
um, and just like in exchange for feedback, kind of like two for the price of one. Um, and I was like, okay. Uh, and then things got weird yesterday. And I like, I think he's fired now. He was like this guy. He was like one of the tallest, largest men I've ever seen. Um, he confirmed he's six foot eight and kind of looked like Mr. Clean, but like a little rough around the edges. Okay. Uh, and then we were like doing exercises and like we were going to do a follow up like the next time where he gave me a whole plan for it. Anyway, uh, midway through, he's like, okay, I'll do a whole exercise plan for you. I'll also do a nutrition plan. I was like, okay, great. Sounds good. He's like, okay, but the nutrition plan will be $200 extra. And I was kind of like mid adrenaline and like coffee. And I just, I didn't, he said it so quickly. He's like, all right, so give me your email and phone and I'll, I'll get all that through. And I, I just did it and I didn't really want, like, I didn't really want to, but I was just caught up and I didn't really know how to say no, but I was kind of like, well, I'll just deal with this later. Anyway, I went home and he was blowing up my phone, like blowing up my phone. He sent me text after text being like, hey, 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 did you send the money yet? Did you send the money? Where's the money? I sent you the stuff. I sent you the stuff. Where's the money? I was like, bro, like... <laughs> let's put this on hold and talk about this uh tomorrow for my follow-up he's like actually i already did the work i already made you your plan so i need my money i was like what the fuck uh i was like this is very unprofessional i don't want to work with you like sorry this has been hours since our session like i'd been at work in zoom calls all afternoon and so weird this kind of thing i swear only happens to you (laughs) okay thank you i don't what is it i (laughs) do I need another exorcism because I just I have like dark entities like attaching on like I've yeah they're drawn to you they're drawn to you they're drawn to me I know and then so I was like all right you're gonna try to intimidate me Mr. Clean Man (laughs) six foot eight I'm gonna go Karen on your ass I send screenshots to the gym and I was like is this your boy and yeah and they were like, oh, my God, they called me and they were so embarrassed. And it's like, I guess it's because it's like a wellness thing. The owner of the gym spa called me. And she's like, oh, my God, the universe is preventing you from getting your fitness on. She's like, shockers are out of alignment or something. She was like spiraling because she knew like twice in a row I'd had fuck ups at her gym just trying to get to a personal trainer okay but she doesn't have to share the scary thoughts about chakras no, i think like... she was joking i think she was joking but also i was like maybe mm, maybe so well i keep seeing on our news source tiktok that this is a time of an eclipse and a mercury retrograde and that things are gonna be weird okay well for me regardless of eclipse season this just confirms my thoughts that it's like i'm here to work with the girls gays and they's um oliver gets a pass you know one or two mm-hmm. others whatever the four straight male listeners like there's very few that get the pass and then for everyone else i'm like you know maybe maybe we're good yeah she sent me up with a she said she's a whippersnapper peppy quebecois woman to do a workout plan with me i was like that sounds great that sounds perfect how about you just be like you know what can you just book a massage for me? And actually, can you guys give me two massages for what you've been through? And I'm good. I have I a personal sh- trainer and it's just like secretly like you don't, but like you could say it's me. Or whatever. I know I should have leveraged it. She was really embarrassed. And I, I think at that point I just felt really bad for her because she was just 
like she had sent me this like huge two-page email apologizing and was like this is not representative of my business and I was like I I get it I, like it just it happens sometimes but I should have I should have guilt tripped her well I I still think you can have room to be like well honestly what I originally wanted was a massage like would it be so weird for me to have a massage yeah right now like yesterday <laughs> like I think I'm, you should be like no actually Sharon um this all looks great I have to confess that this booking was a mistake in the first place and actually I was after a massage and um could I book that now like smiley face and then just see if she offers it for free well I think the whole reason they offered me the two sessions in the first place was because when the first trainer canceled I was secretly relieved and I was like okay great I don't have to work out now uh, and she was like, oh, you're so relaxed. Like, you're so understanding. I was like, it's fine, really. I'm going to go home. It's actually really fine. Um, and then she called me later and was like, you know what? I have an offer for you. So it's so funny because they're obviously like fitness freaks. They own the gym. So they're so passionate about exercise. So they like can't even like imagine that a person wouldn't be. They're like, oh, my God. And in your sacred time too, the best moment of your day, your workout. I can't believe this happened to you. You're like, yeah, well, I'm like, you know what? It was it's a bummer. Yeah, I I'll be okay. Uh okay, so this episode we're recording ahead of time. I'll be in Mexico, but as of now, I'm about to head off in a couple of days. If they do a vigorous search of my pancita again at the airport, it's their fault. It's on them. Like it's not on me cuz I tried. <laughs> I tried my one session and that's it. I tried <laughs> I went, I, you know. No, I know. I took an issue. Hello, you're you're doing way more than me. You are yeah. slaying the fitness game. But there's barriers to entry. I have still not done one <laughs> workout, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going on with me. What's up with you? How are you doing? I love that. How I love going? that. Um I thought you would enjoy laughing at my pain. I did. Yeah, I was hoping you you had something to talk about. Um, always and, something with me. <laughs> always something going on. Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm fine. The sun's <laughs> coming not, out. <laughs> that's not convincing. <laughs> I have never, <laughs> ever been happier. <laughs> that's what that was giving. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I can't complain. I've got my health. <laughs> okay. We're in, we're in like hand just talkies like hey six one half a dozen of the other you know <laughs> little this little that <laughs> i get it that is fair too the only like drop of like the nectar of life i've had in days was watching this vanderpump rules episode today i know it really <laughs> cleansed me it brought me joy and i just want to say for everyone listening thank you for holding space for us on the main feed to be talking about vanderpump rules uh much to maybe the chagrin of the patrons or not we talk about it every week pretty much at the end of our episode we do a little debrief and we just need to do this for us yeah this is our self-care is doing this Vanderpump Rules episode today well we consider ourselves Vanderpump Rules academics historians yeah. experts archaeologists yeah archaeologists yeah. yeah, definitely definitely mediums you mentioned earlier um we are doing that as well. We're channeling. We're exploring our shadow selves all the time. We're exploring humanity through the lens of this 
television documentary called Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, all these different people that are dysregulated in their own different ways, trying to solve problems, experience life while also trying to be models and actors. It gives us so much. I know. And I was talking to Christy from X Knows All and she was like, we've been watching from the beginning. Now everyone's tried to jump on the bandwagon. And I was like, I couldn't feel more different. Like I, I feel like, you know how Jehovah's Witnesses believe that there's only like a certain number of places in heaven. So as many people as they recruit as possible, like it gives them a better chance of like ascending. Yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get as many people as possible in my downline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the more the merrier. Like I'm here to preach the gospel and new recruits or new, you know, disciples like come on down. Oh yeah, and then we can baptize you with our psychotic chatter about this for hours and hours and hours long into the night. We can baptize <laughs> you by pouring a beer over your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a few baptisms in this episode. This was wet and wild. Well, and also we chose this episode for a very specific reason because Obviously, we're in the age of Scandaval, and in order to understand our future, you have to understand your past. So we're going yeah. back to season one. There's a lot, a lot of seeds planted that were fertilized, and we're now <laughs> seeing the fruits of them ten years later. <laughs> What's are we okay? Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't study history, you're doomed to repeat the past or Absolutely. something of that sort. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. And I also have some like rapid fire thoughts on just current VPR. Okay, things. let's do it. Should Stream I? Stream of consciousness. Okay. Well, <laughs> first off, well, this is more to do with uh, last week's episode, or I guess as of when this comes out, it'll be like a recent episode. I don't know. What is time? Whatever. So Lisa, she is like Puffy now, the dog. Puffy looks a little unwell like does puffy also have alopecia Did you i get thought a close puffy look? was the same dog as jiggy no jiggy is long deceased or and sorry not not uh, harrison. harrison i thought harrison. harrison's nickname was puffy oh okay well, and harrison way, and jiggy both have alopecia if there's a third alopecia dog oh my god i think two alopecia dogs is enough to warrant an investigation like <laughs> are we gonna have a doc like a gypsy rose documentary like part two but in like 10 years with lisa vanderpump uh yeah i mean we've been saying that now it's definitely becoming mainstream but okay but no i just want to clear the record that harrison's nickname is gigolo aka jiggy so there's only two okay a a oh wait sorry no 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 okay yeah sorry sam jiggy aka harrison aka puffy i swear to god that's on bravotv.com I swear you're discrediting, to God. Look, you're discrediting our academic credentials right now. Oh, sorry. From the gigolo, a.k.a. Jiggy, to Harrison, a.k.a. Puffy. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay. No, that's an understandable. <laughs> okay. Okay. But still, look, I'm going to say I'm not saying that she has Munchausen by proxy, but I'm not not saying it. People are talking about it a lot are... more than just us. I've heard Do at least not... two other podcasts. Oh, I was going to say uh, people on Reddit because people on Reddit are talking about any old thing. Um, I heard it on Ryan Bailey and they discuss it on SUP. Okay. All right. So I think a lot of people are arriving there at the same time. Like when you're watching, you're just like, why are all her dogs so sick? Why did well, this healthy horse drop dead at age seven? I don't know. But if she was like, oh, I know how to care for alopecia dogs. I'm going to find them and adopt them. Okay. But like they developed it under her care. 
That's my suspicion. Um, okay, next point. Um, James now has two girlfriends that he's brought on screen who we meet them as like very bland, quiet, kind of like Melba Toast ladies. They don't look like much. They kind of look like they'll be a flash in the pan and then end up quickly flipping the script and becoming the center of the entire show. Okay. Rachel, obviously center of Scandal. Allie creating the smoking gun, the first big piece of solid evidence about the Scandal. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's she's such a great character because she has a real job at Soho House. So she's in the scene. She's out at night. She's at like parties she's meeting with cool people. And she's an astrologer. So she's very um intuitive and she knew right away when she she could have not even repeated that to anybody because like sheena and people were saying if i was dancing i could have been dancing with sandoval at 1 a.m at the abbey and if i had seen rachel and sandoval doing it i wouldn't have thought anything of it yeah no ali knew no so james like attracts these like witchy wayfish women to him um next thought uh, Katie doesn't have any true friends and you know that because of the amount of berets we're seeing and I'm not putting that on Katie okay because Katie's going through a divorce and like that's an incredibly traumatic life event and I just I don't expect you to be thinking straight through that time but like that's when you know like you have to have a true friend pull you aside and be like it's a lot of berets like I love you so much yeah, I mean, like, we were huge fans of her first beret, me, Kate, and Thea, and Jamie, I believe. And we were all hooting and hollering when she was at that pool party. We were like, we love her outfit, her, like, polka dot dress, her beret is so cute. And then, like, the second beret, I was like, fine, she got a few berets at the beret store. But now we're at, like, the sixth beret. Like, she's got leather berets, red berets, like, sun no. berets. I'm like, whoa, we have to step back from this look. You can't commit that hard. No, I know. And I've I, like I've already talked about how she has Christina Kelly on her shoulder just being like, yeah, go hang out with Schwartz. It's great. But like, it's not all on Christina Kelly. Like, she needs just a friend. Like, all it takes is one friend to be like, hey, you're going through so much right now. It's a lot of berets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that my friends are true because, okay, I remember actually sending you. <laughs> I sent you like my mom was basically on her deathbed and I was sending you all these like clothes that I was looking at that I was going to order. And you were like, babe, like, uh, say this with so much love. This looks like a reject, like forever 21, like teen prom outfit. <laughs> I was like, you like, I'm pretty sure that was a direct quote. I was like, okay, okay. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you saved me from having to figure out the return process, like, you know, or maybe I would have worn them, like tried it out. I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember that you were buying clothes for a character that you were not. And that's like, that's definitely how I present my mental illness as well Is when I'm at my lowest is like my carts are like filled with like really risk taking items of clothing that are for yeah. like. For what occasions? Exactly. I'm like, know. okay, what was I thinking I needed like six inch pumps for or like. Oh. And that's why I don't blame Katie at all. Like, I'm not trying to shame her at all. I completely understand. I'm, I'm like putting it on her friends. And now speaking of her friends, my last, my last rapid fire point of thoughts is, okay, Lala has been, obviously she, she's very excited. She's in her prime right now because she's been calling out Raquel and now she's getting this redemption arc because, you know, of everything that's gone on. But all of Lala's hypocrisy, she discounts because she was like, oh, I was drinking. Like, she won't ever acknowledge any hypocrisy because she said she was drinking. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, but by that logic, all of the cast is drinking all the time. So then wouldn't yeah. everyone be forgiven from everything? Because they're all drunk constantly. But I think she thinks she's so superior because she's become sober. So she can like, she's like, I would forgive any other sober person for anything they did when they were drunk. Maybe, maybe she thinks that way to like oh. try to like... Oh, so it's forgiven if you're sober, but if you were drunk and then you still stay drunk, then it's not okay. Like, okay, Lala, I don't know. I'm I mean, she forgives James for everything. And he's, like, drunk and wrong and sober and wrong and, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he was sober adjacent. He was a little bit sober for a bit. He was just as wrong and strong as a person when he was sober as when he was drunk. Like, and now he's back to being drunk and out of pocket as well and it's it's wild to see well i mean watching lala's sobriety journey has actually taught me a lot about recovery and how just because you recover from your addiction you could still be the worst yes absolutely you could be more annoying to outsiders as a sober person but you still have to do it for you if that's the right decision Yeah. And like, no, she's not the worst all the time, but she's running around screaming at everyone and trying like now after the send it to Daryl, I watch her stories and I kind of feel like she's trying to create a soundbite. It's like it's like those people on TikTok, like trying to create a sound like at the end of everything. She's like, and what I have to say is good night and goodbye to you, Rachel. Like, it's just a little too much. I'm like, okay, we had our moment. We did a billboard around L.A. We made a lot of money from the merch. I think we're yeah. it's good. Let's call it a day. Yeah. Well, I have compassion for Lala's like desperate energy because of her situation as a struggling single mom. And yes, she is trying too hard and it's annoying, but I keep her in my prayers. I know you do as well. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not saying like, oh my God. I mean, she's battling like an alleged pedophile maybe for custody. So I I know. completely have empathy for that. I'm just okay. I'm not discounting her as a person. I of course I, I know. Was... I know. I just I think I would probably be desperate and crying and weird too. Yeah. Like yeah. desperate for a few bucks, you know? Like that's true. Just singing and dancing for the audience. <laughs> like she's just this is her job and she has to sell sweatshirts. If she doesn't sell sweatshirts, her daughter doesn't eat. Oh my god. Well, like <laughs> I mean, I obviously care about ocean. She okay, well now I like I wasn't trying to shame you. I'm sorry. I'm just like in an emotional mood today. I wasn't shaming you at all. I wasn't. I feel like I, feel like I personally attacked Ocean. Like, <laughs> no more elaborate birthday parties for you, okay? <laughs> no, I think Lala is insufferable. But I understand her, like, thirst and her Amazon lives. Like, she's trying to make money, Oh, the Amazon you know? life. Yeah, hey. I'm trying to hustle for a book. I get it. Yeah, that's like the one thing I do forgive her for. Okay, so that's the end of my thinky thoughts. Let's travel back in time to season one, episode four, Vegas with a Vengeance. Every frame, every moment tells a story, a really rich story. Yes. And like we as the audience come in midway through this story because this friend group has already been around 
for a long time and we jump in right at the end of Jackson Stasi's relationship. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see them as a couple. I'm sure they were so toxic and fun to watch um, when they were in love, but we only see like the dissolving aftermath. But yeah, gosh, it really comes to a boil in this episode. Like we've been watching it first yeah. few episodes and now it's it comes to a head. Yeah. And Speaking of like thirst and desperation, you know, you really see how much they were very much working as her, very much scrounging for change in the couch cushions type of energy, like fighting mm-hmm. over tips. Um, I was also, yes, I was really thrown off to see their foreheads moving. It was almost an uncanny valley because I'm just not used to seeing them like that. Like they were emoting and there was scrunching happening when they were doing yeah. that. Except for Sheena, she's, ahead she's of her, already Botoxed. Yeah. Ahead of her time with preventative Botox at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was noticing the cute little wrinkles too. Um, They're also like 23 years old. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just surprised. It's just not the facial expressions that I'm used to seeing from any of them. Yeah, it adds to the drama for me and I love it. Um, They're giving like Meryl Streep level performances in the restaurant scene, but let's start with setting the first scene um we come in jackson stassi are broken up she is now dating republican monster frank but in the episode before this she just left a party that she went to with frank with jacks so in response to that frank tells stassi that two months ago when she was still dating jacks he got a girl pregnant in vegas yes he did and he gets disinvited from her birthday trip to vegas and everyone on the cast in this episode is so right and so wrong. Yes, mostly wrong. Everybody's wrong in such interesting ways. I'm like Team Stassi in this episode, oh, obviously, but me too. Stassi was yeah. right for most of it because she's trying to get everyone rallied behind her about this devastating news, and everyone's on Jax's dick. Like I forgot how much they love Jax in season one, and like anything he does, yeah. Katie and Kristen are just so they're fawning over him they're always defending him over Stasi. yeah and you expect it from Kristen, knowing that we're building towards her sleeping with jacks midway between the wrapping of this season and the beginning of season two but it's so jarring to see katie being team jacks i know i know yeah we're gonna we'll we'll talk more about how that plays out but then we cut to Sheena, who is living her best life. Sheena Shea is with Shea himself. She brings out a cupcake, and her voice is very different from what it is now. It says, make a wish, seal it with the kiss. <laughs> and <laughs> they do seem very cute and in love. I thought she was being so painfully fake in this scene. Like you say, like the voice, the act, like, here's your cupcake, baby. And she's like, what do you want for your birthday? And he's like, I want you. And she's like, you had me this morning. (laughs) You (laughs) You already had me. (laughs) (laughs) And they're at this just like rough ass bakery with like one chair outside, (laughs) just downtown Hollywood. And there's she gets him one cupcake and that's all he gets because they are on a tight budget. (laughs) Yeah. And the candle's already blown out by the time she brings it to him because there's wind. She's like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a cupcake. <laughs> so it's we know it's Stassi's birthday. It's also Shay's birthday. Um, also Ariana has the same birthday as Stassi. So they're all three cancers, 
and Jax and Sandoval are also Cancers. And then in a later season, we'll find out that Carter and Shay have almost the same birthday. So he's a Cancer, too. <laughs> yeah. Lot of water sign, strong emotional water sign energy with in the this main, group, main original cast. Absolutely. And Kristen is a Pisces. And like, that's what gives. That's what gives us all of this. So I just wanted to shout out to Cancers. Love yeah. ya. Yeah, you'd think it's the fire signs carrying the show, and they do later with a lot of the some of the new cast, but it's, it's the water signs. It's the water signs mm-hmm. coming with the the crying and the dramatics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then so Stassi's setting up for her birthday in Vegas. What could possibly go wrong? And then we see um, Busser, Jeremy, and Jen. They're like this couple. Uh, they're asking for time off, and every time I see them on screen, I just feel bad for them because I think. They probably just had a hope that they would be on the cast mm-hmm. at some point. Like they, they're there. Um, but this was really a time I feel like Lisa was behind the scenes, being like, "No, they're too ethnic to be full time cast members. Like, mm, just give them one or totally. two lines. Like, really, that's the impression yeah. I get." No, I know because they filmed with Faith and cut her out. They filmed with Jesse Montana and cut him out. They filmed with Tina, who's in this episode, um, waitressing with Laura Lee and Sheena. She was supposed to be a main cast member in the intro and everything. Cut her out. No, I know. It's not just because Jeremy and Jen were included. It's because of the whole cast just throughout the history of this show. And I really feel like it's Lisa steering the ship and then giving all the bad boys a pass and being like oh you naughty boys and like, <laughs> just yeah. hating like women and people of color <laughs> yes mostly Kristen for women <laughs> but that's a future season yeah um so we find out Stassi's currently on suspension from sir <laughs> which I love um how bad of a waitress she is and when Kristen and Stassi are packing, Kristen's like, oh, I'm flat broke until my boyfriend, Tom Sandoval, pays me back all the money he owes me. Chills. And Stassi's like, I have the chills. He currently owes his current most recent ex-girlfriend like at least $100,000 for yep. investment. Yep. And what if she doesn't get that $100,000 back? Like, what if it's just an investment and there's no protection on that? Well, that is absolutely the truth. I mean, like, we'll see if she tries to get it back with the house sale. But like, uh, yeah, it's a really wait and see scenario for that. Well, okay, but this is yeah, this is the stakes are both lower and higher because I'm sure Tom Sandoval owes her not that much money, but they don't have much to work with. So it means a lot. He does owe her money. Like, I mean, rent in L.A. is not nothing. Like, I'm sure it's thousands. Because okay. I don't think Kristen would bring it up and be pissed about it if it was like a few hundred bucks. Like, right. she's like, this is affecting my ability to like enjoy this Vegas trip is what they're talking about. And um, and Stassi's like, well, I'm double broke because I'm on suspension and I have to move out of my apartment and pay a security deposit on a new one. And I was like, oh, like, I'm really feeling for them. Like, they're going to Vegas to buy like so many expensive drinks and stupid shit like limos. And they're also so broke and they're just maxing their credit cards. And like, you just did it's that. a vibe. I know that that's literally me then and now (laughs) me af yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no it's relatable queens hey i'm i'm heading on a similar vacation yeah gotta be at this wedding it's like you gotta still have fun even if you're a pavo like what are we supposed to do like not enjoy life yeah just going into the overdraft it's just girly things 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. So the big debate throughout the whole episode is should we trust Jax or Frank? Because Jax is saying, no, I didn't get a girl pregnant. Frank is saying, yes, he did. And it's like, guys, the answer is C, none of the above. Don't trust either of them. <laughs> I know, I know. It's all about who's the better guy. And it's like, literally, you need to cut them both and run. They're both um, but toxic, equally toxic in different ways. Yeah, they're mirror images of each other. So Stassi obviously invites Frank to be her date on the trip now that she uninvited Jax. And her friends are horrendous to her about this. Like, she's like, can you please just be nice to Frank? And Kristen's like, well, I'm not going to be that nice. Like, I'll be cordial with him. I won't be a huge raging bitch to him, but I'm not going to be like warm and nice. And like, Saucy's <laughs> like, just please let me just figure this out on my own. And Kristen's like, well, I mean, I can't tell you who to date. And Saucy's like, no shit. Like, just the way they talk to each other is so rude and mean the whole time. <laughs> They're both rude to each other. I know. Like, when you're, I know I was going on my little rant about how your friends need to be honest with you, but if you're making a bad decision in life, they can be honest once, but then you've said it. You can't keep compounding that message. Then it's up to them. Yeah. And it wouldn't be hard to just be cordial with someone for a two-day trip to Vegas. It would no. not be hard Sit to just have some car. drinks with him. Yes, Sit exactly. Play your music loud so that you don't have to do too much talking and just suck it up. I know. But and then we hear from Sheena about this and she's like, Stassi is a hypocrite. She got with Frank who bartends with Jax immediately after they broke up. And she's judging me for sleeping with a married guy 
and she's just as trashy and like it's like yeah the sheena and stassi rivalry is all time it is i know and we'll never see that on our screens again don't say that (laughs) that. i have hope okay um i love catching glimpses of katie's old apartment like when stassi just like goes over and just strolls down into katie's dingy basement apartment they crack a couple bud lights oh i (laughs) I know i know that's how you know that's how you know they're down and out yeah it's the middle of the day it looks hot as fuck outside then they're just inside just drinking a couple beers a couple gals cup cold ones (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're so topical with these bud lights you know it's this show is evergreen but Stassi is says to Katie that Sandoval is texting her like a maniac saying that Frank is lying about Jack's cheating and that that never happened and that she needs to forgive Jack's blah 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 which is so weird to hear it's so weird that Sandoval even has Stassi's number <laughs> they've well, always they- hated each other and all they do is fight <laughs> that's true no they only have each other's number to drunkenly yell to at rage each text other. each other yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's true. I know. And there's so many Sandoval versus Stasi and Sandoval versus Katie just throughout the show. We're still yes. seeing Sandoval versus Katie. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like they still fight to this day. Right now they're somewhere maybe fighting. Um, but yeah, Katie's like, Stasi, you know how intuitive I am. And I just don't believe Jack's cheated on you. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> she said, I'm intuitive. I just don't think he's capable of that. Like he's oh. not. <laughs> Okay, first of all, everyone is capable of cheating. Like, I'm saying this as, like, you know, it's not my thing, but it's not like saying, like, oh, you know, he couldn't murder someone. And he could and maybe has. Like, oh, yeah. this well, is him, one of the yes. worst. Yes, yes. This man will one day go ahead and have sex with a side chick in front of a dying 95 year old woman. Yeah. That's what we're working with here. And, like, yeah. Like six years from now, like he he won't even have like grown a bit. But anyway, so Stasi's trying to tell Katie like Jax is an amazing liar. Like you should just believe me as your friend. Like you guys are being idiots. And Katie's like, well, I don't think Frank's intentions are pure. I think he was just trying to get in your pants. And Stasi hits her with the so a lot of people want to. She knows how to give a soundbite. <laughs> she does. Yeah. At this point, actually, the first couple seasons. She gave great, great sound bites. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, like, I am the devil, like, all those things. I loved yeah. it. And then, yeah, actually, towards the end, the last season, it was so bad. It was like, where's my ranch? <laughs> ranch yeah. AF. I was like, okay, get her <laughs> off the screen. Like, I can't with the, like, trying to create a meme. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but we have Stassi saying, like, I would never take the sides of my friends' loser boyfriends over my girlfriends who I love. And I, I'm like, thank you for saying that because this is absurd to watch. Like, I know. I've never sided with Stassi more than in I know. This, this moment. And Katie's like, well, I'm going to put my foot down. I will not be spending four and a half hours in the car with you and Frank. So it's insane. And that she makes them, they all refuse to get in a car with Frank. And the group makes Stassi and Frank take a third car to Vegas for this trip, which is for her birthday. I <laughs> Why would... even go? Why even go if there's beef like this? I'm so antisocial, but I would ride in a car with almost anyone. I know. It's a fucking ride. Like, the girls couldn't tolerate Frank sitting silently in the back of the car for a few hours. Like, what would he be doing? I know. Exactly. Like, 
if you're going out to dinner with someone, you're facing each other and you're supposed to be having conversation, but a ride, you could just stare out the window. And it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. But yeah, then we flashed to Stasi's pissed, obviously, about this. Frank has such off-duty cop energy, like those square sunglasses and his little flat top hair. He's like crisp white shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is really gross. Like Frank is gross, but <sighs> crazily, he's he's a hero in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the nature of the show. There's there's no heroes yet. Everyone somehow is. Yeah, so. We get a peek of the boys' car, and there's a special guest in the back. Yeah, they're <laughs> the girls doing. Some... Don't know about. Yeah, they're doing something naughty. <laughs> oh, fucking Jax is there, head out the window like a little dog, like a sad little dog coming to Vegas on a trip he was specifically barred from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, Ooh. Shorts and Sandoval are loving it. They're loving. Oh my the god. Drama. We hear a disgusting conversation between the two Toms. They're just finishing each other's appalling sentences. Like, Sandoval's like, Stasi's obviously the hottest girl Frank's ever been with. And Schwartz is like, so he's whipped on that. And then Sandoval's like, anyone who would alienate his friends for vagina, that's a red flag. <laughs> I was like, who are these are the disgusting brothers. Like, they- I hate them. They were so awful and nobody clocked it. <laughs> No, we were endeared to them for seasons, <laughs> many seasons, <laughs> and more than one rewatch. I think it took a couple of rewatches before we were like, wait a minute. <laughs> God, I know. Don't out us like this. It's horrifying. But um, we're, we're yeah, here it, to tell our truth. We're here to be open and vulnerable and honest. They're being indefensible. And like, meanwhile, Katie's somewhere defending Jax being like, all you want me to say is that he's a piece of shit, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Yeah, I will not be on your side for any reason. I will always take Jax's side. It's like, why? Like, I will never him? turn my back on a great man like Jax. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then, so all three cars headed to Vegas. The only people to hold the fort down at Sir are Sheena and Laura Lee. Hearing Laura Lee's voice instantly, I felt calm. I felt at peace. Um, Sheena's calling her voice annoying and their little whiny voices talking back and forth at each other. I was like, this is a little sing song for me. I know. I love the napkins. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It was so funny being like, hearing Sheena be like, she's a nice girl, but her voice is incredibly annoying. <laughs> oh, it's so ironic. Um, yeah. And, she, and Tina's there, voice of an angel having to be one of the three servers working the entire restaurant <laughs> because everyone's in Vegas, which is, that's what's so great about these early seasons. Yeah, they're working for every dollar. Yeah, Queen Laura Lee is hustling, covering Stassi's tables, <laughs> laying the groundwork for her amazing Stassi takedown later. Going to auditions after work, after her double shift. I covered your tables I when know. you were with your friends. I know. Once I started watching, I was like, should we just recap all of season one? And I was like, okay, got to control myself here. Yeah, I know. If anything, maybe like a series on Patreon or something. But um, we flash back to Vegas. The girls are bitchy to Stassi at the check-in. And she's like, you guys can get ready in my room if your room's not ready. And they're like, I don't think so. And then 
her and Frank go into their room and they're like, oh, it's two double beds. And then we see this huge, ridiculous nightmare flower arrangement with a note that reads, Stasi, even though this is the furthest thing I wanted for us, I want you to know I love you with every bit I have and I want you to enjoy your day. Love you always, Jax. Hey, have we ever seen Jax giving any other woman flowers at any other point in the show? No. Did he ever give Brittany flowers? Uh, not that I've seen. Um, he doesn't write nice things to Brittany on Instagram until people bully him for days. Um, but yeah, no, this is, it's, he like only wants to give it if it's unwanted. He's so fucked up. But yeah, Stassi's obviously pissed. Leave it to Beaver Dad Jax writes all kinds of things on Instagram, but that's like, uh, he's like trying to cosplay a normal human. (laughs) It's like a family man. But a lot of people theorize that Jax never loves anyone as much as he loves Stassi and that she's the one that got away and like he, you know, doesn't respect Britney and all this stuff. And I think there's something to it, but like, I don't know. Well, he loved the chase. It's the chase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's pissed that he sent her this fucking over the line arrangement that was just in her hotel room. And Katie and Kristen love them. They're like, like, oh, this is so beautiful. How grand. (laughs) They're beautiful. I'm like, guys, if my friend's ex sent them flowers that were unwanted, no matter what the dynamic, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's that is fucked up. Sorry. Yeah, it's like harassment. It's so yeah, though. She has no one to like be a voice of reason in this scenario. (laughs) I know. She keeps turning them, they just keep going, no, they're so beautiful, Stassi. They're so beautiful. Like you guys. They're like, you have to admit it is sweet. It is kind of him. It is. A grand gesture she's like i don't have to admit shit like he's fucked up for this and so are you guys but anyway she doesn't really want to fight with them um and at least they're like talking to her so it's like right now things are like kind of at a standstill um we flash over to peter and jax's room they are chugging a warm looking triple shot of vodka <laughs> out of a big old glass the triple shot yeah it made me like it it was very visceral to watch Did that. it make you wretch a little bit? A little bit. Like, it yeah. all because they do a lot, you know, like they had a really hard time getting it down. Um, but basically, to say they're starting to drink heavily. So, everything from about now on, <laughs> we can pretty much assume they're blackout wasted. Um, yeah. But Peter asks Jax, he's like, I'm going to give him the grilling on camera. And I rewound this scene about 85 times to write down it word for word in the script so, oh my god incredible <laughs> so peter asks Jax, what i want to know is like what was the story around the prostitute slash stripper slash porn star and Jax says i'm being set up i have done a lot of bad things have i done drugs yes have i slept with a prostitute yes was i a bad guy yes i have nothing to hide did i get a girl pregnant in vegas yes i did <laughs> Did I get a girl pregnant in Vegas four months ago? No. Did I get a girl pregnant in Vegas three years ago before I met Stassi? Yes. And Peter's like, well, do you have a kid? And Jax is like, no, I came down here and we took care of it. Jax says that he told Frank this story and that Frank changed the timeline just to turn Stassi against him. And Peter's like, I believe you a thousand percent. Did I do drugs? Yes. Was I a bad man? Yes. Like, (laughs) incredible. The whole monologue is comedy gold. You never know what he's going to say. Did I get a girl pregnant in Vegas? Yes. <laughs> he's been Give denying it completely. 
give the whole original cast an EGOT. Just, you know, I think only now after Scandal, they're getting a, a nominated for like MTV or People's Choice Award, whatever the fuck. Just, just give yes. them their flowers. Yes, they deserve them. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So funny. <laughs> so, so the boys are like, they are riding and dying for Jax that he did not do this like at the time that he was alleged to have done it, even though he admitted he did do it. Like it's so stupid. So anyway, and the boys always they always offer up a little grain of truth. That is Jax, Schwartz, and Sandoval's method. Yes. That's what they always do. They're always like, no, I did make out with them, but I didn't sleep with them. I did wake up in their yes. bed, but nothing happened. Like it's always yeah. a half truth. Yes, and that is just the good liars playbook is keep your lie as close to the truth as humanly possible so that if there's deviations it's not going to be anything that's so glaring like it's going to be pretty tough to to prove um so they get in a stretch hummer and they're headed to chippendales (laughs) yeah sandoval is very upset he's very upset Mm -hmm. he said like i'm a straight man i don't want to be here like the last place i want to be and i thought you know what would make this enjoyable for him is if Kristen got up on stage and got with one of the Chippendales dancers in front of him because we yeah. know he's a cuck. Oh, hell yeah. And he I think he he's really going for like a bisexual energy lately. Like, yeah. And I, I guess Ariana helped him a lot with unpacking his toxic male beliefs, I think, in some ways. I'm not like my impression. I mean, he could be bi, whatever, but I think he just likes to watch and he just likes to know. I don't think. he. Well, wants... that's definitely true. But I'm talking specifically about his homophobia. Right. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if it makes you buy if you, like, want to watch, if you're a man, you want to watch a man and a woman have sex in front of you. I don't know. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, no. I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying he's so homophobic in the scene. He's like, the last thing I want to see as a straight guy is men dancing. And I was like, okay, well, you're freaking out. And Tom Schwartz even, like, pretends to, like, gag and, like, throw up in his mouth in the club. And I'm like, damn, you guys are acting so homophobic. Yeah. I was shocked. Except for Peter. He's thriving. He's like, no, no, he's not. Well, he was being homophobic, too. Well, Peter is there's a woman who thinks he's a Chippendales dancer. He's like, no, me. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Not me. Like, actually, he does give off Broadway couple of drinks Chippendales a little bit. Yes. He has a long ponytail and this like Superman costume body and the the drunk lady next to him is just like you can't fool me. She keeps saying <laughs> cuz she thinks he's like part of the act and he's going to like jump up and join them at some point. <laughs> and she's like I know you're a dancer like that. You're you can't fool me. You're part of this and he's like no, I'm not. I'm not. I swear to god I would never do that. Um But they are front row in the, quote, splash zone. So, like, I get that it is a bit intense, but um, I think they were all acting really ridiculous and homophobic, except for Frank. Yeah, Frank is just, I mean, he knows everyone's against him. He's just trying to, like, I think, not call attention to himself. But then him and Stassi kiss, and Katie is, like, retching. She's, like, sticking her finger down her throat and making gestures. I'm like, get it together. It's fine. Just watch the show. I know they're incredibly immature. Um, so yeah. it shouldn't be like that much of a surprise, but somehow it always is. Um, and now the next move for the night is they're at Marrakesh, the Moroccan restaurant. <laughs> Everyone's having fun. There's belly dancers. Stasi yeah. makes a nice speech. Well, then she says, Everyone say, Hail Princess Stasi. I felt a little triggered by that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone commanding people to say hail. I was like, mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. I re- when she said that, okay, I know that's not necessarily related to um, Nazi, <laughs> like, uh, whatever actions. But then I remember, I was like, was there some Nazi thing with her cancellation? And I looked it up and yes, there was. There was like a... <laughs> There was a photo she posted where she had a little military cap and she said, Nazi chic. And then standing next to her was Rachel O'Brien wearing a black hat. And she labeled that criminal chic and Kristen Doty with a red bandana that she labeled Tupac chic. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Stassi has had so many racism scandals that on Reddit, they call her Stassi. (laughs) Oh, God. That's Reddit is too much for me. I can't. I'm glad you're on it because you give me the rundown, but I'm a bit scared of it. Yeah, but no, you weren't wrong to get your Nazi radar pinged by Stasi. She is a little bit like that. (laughs) A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Um, so Stasi makes a nice speech to her friends, and she's like, "Even if we haven't always got along, it means a lot to me that you guys all took off work to be here, and I just want to give a toast to a great group of friends." And everybody toasts Stassi and everybody is happy-go-lucky. There's no hint of a fight brewing at this point. I just wanted to note that. Yeah, her speech may as well have been, what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like that, that would have set it up just as well. And someone asked for the time and Katie says it's 11.15. It just made me think about how much, because on Summer House, they always give timestamps. And I wish... We had that for all reality shows. I wanted to know, like, because if it's 11 or if it's 4 a.m., that's a big difference. And I just totally I just want to be oriented. Yeah. Or is it 2 p.m.? I love to know that, too. A day drunk. Um, Yeah. I like to know everything. So, yeah, that was great. Um, Yeah. Are they cracking a beer at 8 a.m. or noon? There's a little difference. A little difference. there. Absolutely. So then Peter texts Jax, come crash the dinner. And he gets shows up and walks in. No, well, first he hops out of the cab and he smooths out his little chunky knit sweater. It's the first glimpse of the chunky knit white cardigan with nothing underneath. (laughs) Which is such a move, especially if you're all coked up because you'd be so sweaty. And you got the sweater. Oh, yeah. It's a polyester blend for sure. And he's got these like big tortoise shell buttons on it. And it's like so obvious that he's wearing like a stretchy cardigan with nothing underneath. And it's just a weird outfit, especially for the summer in the desert. (laughs) Remember when he wanted to have a sweater line? Maybe that was what he was setting it up for. That was one of his businesses. At some point, someone told him, you look incredible in sweaters. You should wear a sweater every time you need to look good. And he took that to heart. And thank God he did that day because if yeah. he was just wearing a boring old t-shirt, it wouldn't have Yeah, or a button-up shirt. Oh, it wouldn't have given us the same physical comedy we're about to see. So <laughs> Jax strolls into the restaurant and says, happy birthday, Stassi. Frank, suck my dick. Well, for any parties here. <laughs> oh, parties yeah. here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he claps his hands together. All right, parties here now. Happy birthday. He like kisses all everybody, shakes hands, and then is like, Happy birthday, Stasi. Frank, suck my dick. <laughs> and he's <laughs> trying to he's trying to fight. Like he's he's like, you know, I wish I could have been the better man and just shook all their hands and said happy birthday, but the devil on my shoulder told me go after him. <laughs> Still, no one is remotely uh, against him at this point. None of the girls are like, oh great, Jax is here. They're completely backing him up. Like, 
he first says that to Frank, obviously starting a fight. And then Frank's like, this is the second time you've come to a place you weren't invited and you're trying to ruin everything. And Jack's just like, nobody here likes you except Stassi. And Stassi's like, how dare you ruin my birthday like this? Well, and and like he's saying all this. Frank is just replying to Jack's walking yes. and threatening him. And then Kristen's like, Frank, shut up. OK, you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, <laughs> I know. And like it's so weird and jack's just screaming that frank is a pawn you're a pawn and then <laughs> yeah and then so they're fighting and then this is the first time that jack has to be held back but he has to be held back in this is so funny to me peter's holding him and peter's muscles aren't even flexed it's like a light yeah <laughs> he's, he's just putting he's his arm yeah, he's just he's kind of putting... holding him yeah him. but like jack's is like acting as if He's being so tightly physically restrained, but if not, he'd deck him. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's escalating, and Stasi yells, everyone shut the fuck up, it's my birthday, you were disinvited, stop disrespecting Frank, the whole table's still screaming at Frank to calm down, because he's asking Jax to leave, and Stasi's like, why don't you tell Jax to calm down? And Kristen's like, fuck that. This is my like, fucking birthday. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Everybody shut up. Jack, shut the fuck up. You ruined my fucking birthday. You disrespected Frank. Yeah. This is my, also my, like, I guess I don't want to say villain origin story because I wasn't wronged in this moment. But this is the energy that I now channel every year on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Everybody shut yeah. the fuck up. This is my fucking birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and she's completely right. She's like, why are you guys all yelling at Frank? Tell Jax to calm down. Like, he's the one starting all of this. But anyway, Stasi's like quite pissed at this point. She's like, Jax, you're a fucking liar. And then Tom Schwartz pipes up suddenly to defend Jax with a hateful, fuck you, Stasi. He's so brimming with rage. Yeah. Why did it take us years to recognize that? I know. And Stasi's like, excuse me. And he's like, yeah, you heard me, bitch. Just like that. She's so shocked. She stands up, throws her water on to Tom Schwartz for saying that, and gets some on Katie, who's in between them. And everyone stands up. Katie grabs Stassi's arm and is like, you are out of line. And Stassi just, like, pushes Katie back to get out of the way. And Katie falls. But at the same time, Tom Schwartz is pouring half his beer on her head. Frank pushes him back for a second. And then Tom comes back to throw the rest of it in her face and in her eyes is so shocking. And everyone is still yelling at Stassi like it's her fault, even though what Tom said and did is so much worse. Yeah. And then meanwhile, the boys are disrobing. <laughs> Frank has his shirt off. Jax takes his sweater off. <laughs> oh, they're just chirping back and forth. Frank's like, you're pathetic. You were 33 years old and you have a 23-year-old girl paying your bills for years. And Jax is like, go taste my dick. How's my dick taste? Do you like taste my dick? And Frank's like, <laughs> you're abusive and I would break every bone in your fucking body. And then Jax is like, you came into my workplace and you took a girl from me. That's not classy, dude. <laughs> we were friends. You were my friend. When? <laughs> they literally when? just bartended at the same bar. That's it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone suddenly gets rounded up to best friend when they do something they don't like. Stasi did the same thing the next episode with Laura Lee. She's like, we were friends. <laughs> no, you weren't. I know. It's so crazy. Like and colleagues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Friendly colleagues. That's it. And, um, you know, Stasi saying Jack's a coward. Jack's saying Frank's a piece of shit. Frank's like, I'm going to 
put you in the fucking hospital. And then all the guys start running at each other. There's production and cameraman everywhere trying to break it up. We see a hostess like fleeing into the restaurant. (laughs) It's madness. It's madness. Like production is like the owners calling the cops. Like you guys have to stop. This is crazy. And again, Jax has to be lightly restrained. (laughs) Jax is literally foaming at the mouth. Like we see weird foamy bits of (laughs) food or something coming out of his mouth. It's so gross. I think it's just, I think it's just when you've like been doing drugs. I think it's just like drugs. Yeah. Well, he's foaming a lot. And dehydration. Maybe he has rabies. Maybe that's why he's (laughs) acting up. (laughs) Yeah. And now the tableau that unfolds is really, it's a visual comedy. So I, I hope everyone watches this scene. But like at some point, Frank apparently takes his shirt off off screen so suddenly he's shirtless then we see Jax rip off his chunky sweater and run towards him and a producer just like sweeps Jax up at the knees Frank gets into a taxi naked (laughs) and now Mm -hmm. Sandoval is shirtless and circling the taxi with Jax when I say he had to be lightly restrained I mean a man of Jax's size you'd have to really be so big and strong to hold him back if he was trying to push past you but it's that classic bro like hold me back bro i'd do it i would do it it's not worth my time i would have done it yeah oh it's just like stassi says ultimately Jax is a huge coward also he was in the navy and like abandoned it <laughs> Jax was in the navy yeah he was in the navy for like a week and was like dishonorably discharged for like not showing up and not doing it then he got scooped up by his miami boyfriend yeah went from jason to jacks yeah, he's just all bark, no bite, basically. But um, yeah, so all the boys are naked in the parking lot. It's bedlam. We flashed to Stasi inside. She was screaming at Tom Schwartz, like, how dare you say fuck you, bitch? You're a fucking pussy. He's just sitting there <laughs> taking it. Thank God. <laughs> I know. And then she, I, I fell for her because she's like, I'm sitting here soaked in beer alone on my birthday because my ex-boyfriend who impregnated a girl in vegas showed up and everyone took his side and they left in the stretch hummer she paid for and left her there alone i cannot believe what i saw yeah i know it's not the age of uber yet but you guys definitely could have called a cab or yeah like something or at least let stassi into the fucking car like let's all get back in the car and go home that was a fucked up night but like the fact that they abandoned her there was just so fucked up and they took her limo i know i know (gasps) oh wow yeah and then you know we we jumped the next day and sandoval and schwartz are talking about jacks and sandoval goes jacks was literally foaming at the mouth and then schwartz just goes and i wiped it <laughs> I think he really did. <laughs> oh yeah, I believe it. Yeah. And the wave of the next servers, the Stasi's B team, that basically like all the people that are trying to get on the show, but it's never gonna happen, uh, arrive in the morning after working all night. They meet Stasi for breakfast. hmm Yeah, the second tier arrives, Jax flies back to LA. Frank leaves too because the night was just so fucked up. <laughs> but Saucy stays for her second tier friends. Yeah. And we see Lisa and Ken in their movie theater, which I thought was interesting because I don't think we ever see them again in their movie theater, except for a recent episode when the Toms came in and were like, we got to open our bar. We're not going to open it. 
Right. I don't. Were they in the theater in that scene? I just remember because um, I was like, at the time, I was like, I've never seen this movie theater before. But then in this episode, Lisa and Ken were watching Pandora's wedding video. And this is when they get a call about what happened. Yeah. Two things. One, the room that Katie calls from is <laughs> amazing. Like, Schwartz and Katie in one bed, Kristen and Sandoval in the other. Kristen wakes up and just chugs a bottle of straight vodka from the bedside table <laughs> and does a little shiver and like all their feet are really dirty. And it's just for some reason, Katie has decided on this morning to just call her boss and bitch about the fight that happened. They always tell Lisa their fights. I know, but I think she could have just waited till she got back. Like she's no, just she, like, no, she doesn't want to be scheduled with Stassi anymore. She doesn't want to talk to Stasi. their narrative is Stasi pulled her hair and threw a drink on her and how dare they Stasi needs to apologize meanwhile Stasi's like you guys all left me and yeah for once i'm really fully taking Stasi's side yes um yeah katie's trying to be like i can't tell you not to schedule me with Stasi, but and lisa's like yeah i don't give a shit about you and if frank and jacks are fighting one of them's gonna be fired when you all get back um yeah and for the pandora wedding video like this guy is currently being sued for like sexual assault yeah right? of one of his employees jason. right and like one thing i didn't know about jason was that he met pandora when he was a waiter at villa blanca mm, suspicious yeah he is a nobody who crawled his way up from nothing to something he got one nice tailored suit and he is able to come off as a businessman yeah so i mean anywho um is <laughs> what it is yeah stassi is having fun well so katie's asking to not be scheduled with stassi anymore and lisa goes if jackson frank can't keep it together in someone else's restaurant they certainly can't work in mine and i I love when Lisa gets pious about the sacred institution of restaurants. Like the next episode, I was remembering how she was like, you did this in a restaurant and restaurant and you're representing my restaurant. I'm like, okay, let's relax here, Lisa. Like you're not a yeah. diplomat representing a country here. You're <laughs> working. Like you're drunk servers. And your show, like, I get her being like, in the world of restaurateurs, it's a small world and there's a lot of talk and, like, my people can't do this to me. And, like, it's funny. She just loves to yell at Jackson. Like, I love to watch it. So, no, I really genuinely enjoy it when she gets like, and this happened in a restaurant. Like, it's okay. Like, it's such a big added layer for her. Yeah. Um. So back in Vegas. Back in Vegas, Stasi is sending... Chris and Katie photos of her at breakfast with all of her new friends and Kristen says she's a bunch of freeloading assholes sucking her asshole like wow (laughs) that's a vivid image (laughs) all right (laughs) direct quote (laughs) Uh, yeah it's like a a human centipede type situation in Kristen's mind but Kristen has a way with words (laughs) she sure does um yeah she's so you can really feel her resentment towards Stasi in these scenes like it's yeah. just right under the surface she's like she's a fucking spoiled princess everyone's just kissing her ass to be on tv like yeah, yeah she's mad she's Which really mad i think is the underlying resentment that existed before this whole 
fiasco that brought her to cheating with Jax. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense in context. Um, But Kristen and Katie drag themselves to the club to try and make up and wish Stassi a happy birthday. But obviously, Stassi's not happy to see them. And it's just like, go away. I'm trying to have fun. So they go to the smoking area to bitch about her. Oh, this was when they still showed them smoking at this time. I know. I thought it was really funny when Stassi rolls up to their little smoking pavilion and she's like, can I just talk to them alone, Tom? Can I can I sit and just speak to them alone? And Tom Sandwell doesn't get what she's saying until Kristen's like, she means she needs you to get up and leave. <laughs> Idiot. So then he, he does it, without a word. It, I'm like, God, this guy is dumb as bricks. You really got to spell it out. <laughs> it's like, the, explain it to me like I'm five. You got to do that for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need you to go to another room. <laughs> Yeah, so Stassi and Katie get into it about whether or not Stassi pulled her hair or whether it was intentional or what she did. And Stassi's like, you guys claim to be my friends, but you've made me more depressed than anyone. Like, you don't believe me about Jax. And then they just both start repeating, who are you right now? Who are you right now? Who are you? Who are you? (laughs) Like a bunch. Yeah, no one acquiesced. (laughs) No. No. And that's where we end it. Yeah. A jam-packed episode. Absolutely jam-packed. I mean, what episode is not? From seasons one to six. I know. And now ten. Yep. Yep. When you're right, you're right. Yep. And we're always right, according to us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This just puts me in a good mood. Me too. This makes me so happy. These were the good old days. I know. It was a beautiful time. And yeah, Thanks, listeners, for allowing us this moment of joy in our lives. Yeah. Thanks for sharing in our passion project. You're the joy in our lives. Yeah. We love you. You're the light of our lives. Bye. Bye. This podcast is produced by me, Emily Rose, hosted by the Sonar Network and edited by Solomon Krauss Imla. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave me a five-star review. See you next week. Au revoir, mes amours. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.